Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Lynn presents TNT on BTR with your host, Chaotic Katie, the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane, and Sadistic Sean David. Grab in wrestling fans and get ready, because it's TNT and it's dynamite. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it has been a while. Um, hopefully you can all hear me. I can. I, I am <laughs> Sadistic Sean David, along with my lovely co-host here. I don't know if I'm lovely, but I'm the Sultan Slither soon. <laughs> yes. And you are, young lady? Me? Oh, shit. I forgot. Me? Um, yeah, I think I smoked a little too much. I forgot my name. Um, I'm chaotic Katie, I think. <laughs> yeah, she's the, reason this, she's the reason this show could never be a bag of dicks. Ladies and gentlemen, chaotic we, have taken, we have taken some time off uh, due to some personal uh, things that I'll be explaining here tonight uh, that have been going on with me. Uh, good, then. So, everything's, but, everything's great. Shut up. Everything's going to be great, Sean. You're going to be fine. Everything's going to come off roses. I promise. Um, Katie, do you want to tell everybody yeah. what next week is? Next week is anniversary. That is correct. So, without any further ado, I've got some breaking news. All right. Most of you know there was no anniversary last year because of everything going on with myself, the passing of Steve Kane, everything going on with Katie. But I've made up for this in a very, very, very big way. I am pleased to announce at this time that this coming Tuesday, 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 write it down a thousand times, October 4th, it's it's. At 6 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Evolution Radio Network, we will kick off 
the nine-year anniversary celebration of this podcast, formerly PWR Slam, now known in this rendition as Wrestling Authority Radio. And I am pleased to announce our main guest for Tuesday night. This has been a long time coming, and uh, we said last year if we were going to do this, it was going to be for Steve Kane. That cannot be any truer by uh, the man that I'm about to introduce that is going to be joining us Tuesday night live on Anniversary Night 1 on Wrestling Authority Radio. It will be Samurai Del Sol. Uh, who might that have been in WWE? Does anybody know? Let's play a little bit of trivia here. Yes, sir. That's right. Oh, Tuesday, ni- Tuesday night, Samurai Del Sol, a.k.a. Kalisto, will be with us as our main guest on Tuesday night. Now, we know if you've listened to this program for a while, you know that anniversaries, anybody can drop in at any time. That is night one of anniversary. That is October 4th. Wednesday night, October 5th, we will be on. That is going to be a mystery guest I have reserved uh, who that's going to be, Katie and Sin, don't even know at this point. Um, that'll be Wednesday night yeah. at six, 6 o'clock Eastern for night two of anniversary. And usually we only cap this thing at two nights, but because there was not one last year, I said, if I'm oh, going to do see. this, I'm going <laughs> to make this three nights. I'm going to make this something hmm. special. So, oh, my God. Th- Kill me now. On Thursday. <laughs> On Thursday night, October 6th, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, we will be having our normal time slot. And this is the night that I've reserved for Ladies' Night. And I could not think of a better women's legend to bring you for anniversary than the following woman. Ladies and gentlemen, our main guest on Thursday, night three of anniversary week, will be none other than Princess Victoria. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. both guests that have been announced are people that either Steve has worked with, Steve Kane either worked with or has wanted on this program since day one. This will truly yeah. be an anniversary for Steve Kane. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ex- I am excited. So am I. I'm, yeah, I'm excited too. Just tired. It's not your fault. Um. So, again, anniversary next week, Wrestling Authority comes your way. Kicks off Tuesday night, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. Tuesday night, Wednesday, 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. Thursday, 7.30. uh, No, I'm sorry. I screwed this all up. Steve would be Mm -hmm. slapping me already. Tuesday night, October 4th, 6 p.m. Eastern. Wednesday night, October 5th, 6 p.m. Eastern. Thursday night, October 6th, will be 7.30 Seven thirty Eastern. Six PM. Okay. Yes, sir. So which means so which means the first little bit of the show at six PM, I'll be walking the dog. Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so this this means that and again, anniversary is open to any previous guest that has ever been on one of these programs, so they've all got the call in number. We don't know who's gonna call in. Uh, that's the unpredictability factor of anniversary i wanted to get that out of the way before we get things started here boy do we have a lot to cover in the wacky world of professional wrestling the last time Mm -hmm. we all talked to you our uh, listeners there were some crazy things going on in the world of professional wrestling not only on the wwe side of things but on the aew side of things as well 
I'm going to take a moment. We are not going to break down uh, uh, results in hour one because I want to focus on some internal issues that have been going on in both companies and that are going to result in uh, probably a lot of changes from the products that you're going to be seeing on your television between now and the end of the year. Um, we have to address the thousand pound elephant in the room. Nobody knows what the hell happened in that locker room at all out or whatever the last pay-per-view was with the, we have not been able to cover that. And I'm going to bust that wide open here tonight. And here's why. Uh, Hold on really quick. Somebody's got some background TV or noise. Wait, just a second. You know, it's me. Oh, I didn't know. I I just, who else would it be? Me. There we go. Okay, thank you. All right. You're more than welcome. I'll turn my headset down a little bit so it doesn't echo back. All right. Um, We know that this this situation with CM Punk has been ongoing in AEW. I don't know what's going to happen. I I know that a couple weeks ago when we were on the air, I had made the comment, tell him I'm on air, please. Um, I had made the comment that I don't believe that there has been anybody um, able to, you know, uh, really pick up the reins of the thing because I don't believe that somebody is in charge in the way that uh, they need to be. There's nobody really spearheading that. Oh. Well, I don't understand how you have the second in command of your company in the room and nobody knows what happens, what happens well, not a, or whatever. Right, right. And, <laughs> I, and I, that's, uh, that's made it a very gray area as to what has gone on with all of this and what the outcome is going to be. I think AEW uh, personally has hit a low point that they cannot recover from at this time, and I don't know that they'll bounce back from this before the end of the year because the reason is this. Um, I'm not even sure who our world champion is right now. I know that's up in the air. Um, We don't have Brian Danielson. Uh, Is he still injured or is he back? Because there's a lot of guys. He he wrestled – didn't he yeah, wrestle, he, uh, what's his name for the belt, um, uh, Mox? Yeah, he wrestled yeah, Mox, Mox and he wrestled, it, didn't he? He wrestled, yeah, and he wrestled Boss Nate, too. Yeah, not, not only okay. did Mox win it, Brian Danielson passed out. He didn't submit, he passed out. That's cool. Love that ending. Yeah, yeah man. Um, so he's always been Boy, I just don't know about this. This is a uh, this has been the one, two. Uh, wait a minute, one, two, three. Moxley has now held that belt more than anybody else in the company. He is a four-time AEW World Champion, and everyone's been short and weird. Yes. Um, it, 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 my problem as a promoter and a booker is the. Of this, and I said that from the get-go when I found out that they were going to be doing the tournament when they originally stripped Punk. I said mm-hmm. you can too much of this. That that title, you need to put that title on somebody and let them hold it for a year. Minimum. Danielson yeah. could have held it down. 
You know what I mean? I think they should have gave it to Danielson to hold down, really. Yeah, Danielson hasn't uh, had it either. It's his. It's his turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Well, and that's why I brought up Moxley having it four times. I think. I think that was a bad move. I think that Tony Khan knows that he can count on Moxley in a bind, but it's time to learn that Tony Khan is paying brand, Daniel. Br- Brian Danielson, a shit ton of money to be on his roster, and if anybody can carry that company right now, um, it's Brian Danielson. And and look, the thing about it is this. We tried Punk. Punk didn't work. Punk is injury-prone at this point. We don't know what the outcome is going to be with the legalities. Um, We don't know how much time that Brian Danielson has left in the ring. So I would have put the 100% belt would have gone on him. Um. Other than that, I don't know what's going to happen with the Young Bucks. I don't know what's going on with Kenny Omega. I don't really care. I know that this company, if they don't do some critical things within now and the time of their next pay-per-view, which I believe is in November, to really reestablish the image of this company, it's not going to make a world of a difference if they get a TV deal uh, to, to carry them through or not. Because business for them is down. It has to be. You don't have your uh, key star players. You have all of this getting spread all over the internet. Nobody knows uh, what side is the truth. Also, um, we, uh, as a side note, we also have uh, Black leaving. And yeah. Buddy Murphy saying he's going to leave. That'd you know? Nice. Yeah, so Brody King's the only one left out of the group that's really planned on staying from House of Black. Well, and that's that's problematic too because this is another example of Tony Khan, um, you know, just really um, not knowing what to do when signing these guys. He has no clue what to do with them. Yeah, and we've exactly. seen this time and time again, and it's sad because. You know, okay, people like money, but he's thrown away money so much on talent that he's wasted. Yep. Um, Andrade El Idolo wants his uh, release from AEW, but they won't release him. Oh, wow. Oh, shit, eh? Wow. That is uh, on Wrestling News Source as of today. Um, this This is bad all over. Very bad. And nobody understands how bad it is unless you're actually in the business. Well, they're screwed if their TV deal doesn't go back through no matter what. So uh, uh, some of their television stuff's been, well, we'll say edgy to say the least. So, and now with this, you know, executives fighting employees and crap like that, it doesn't look good to... uh, to a television station or whatever streaming service, whatever you want to use, that it makes them want to shy away from you a little bit. Just a well, little. And and here's the other thing that we have to point out because this is uh, this is telling t- uh, signs too. Um, you know, if Khan is not going to release the guys. Nobody is getting released. That's the doctrine. Tony Khan said, making it very clear, I guess, in the last couple days. Well, he's probably afraid another Cody Rhodes incident will happen for him. 
it. He'll just hand over a great wrestler to the other company, you know. No, use him right when he comes back. Mm-hmm. I mean, the thing about, about it, this, think about this. When we had TNA as the main opposition, Christian left his contract and went to TNA. When he came back, they gave him the title twice because he proved he could hold the title in TNA. It's like they didn't have faith till he did it. And I think you got a similar situation with Cody Rhodes and uh, and Drew McIntyre, guys like that. You know, Drew McIntyre went to Impact, came back, got a good push. So, you know, having that secondary company is good for things like that. Um, Bobby Lashley did it too. Um, it's it's sad because um, I just it's like he, he the inmates are running the asylum in that company, and I'd hate to see another company go out of business. I don't think it's going to come to that, but it definitely the, – the thing about it is this. If guys are getting released from WWE or from another company, let's say an MLW, and NWA, and Impact Wrestling, and they know if they go to AEW, they won't be granted their release, I don't think I would go. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I think that would uh... – Well, it isn't, it isn't unheard of in WWE either. Mustafa Ali, he waited for no. release for over a month. And right. just finally went back. Um, so I, I, it's it's just oh, man, it's crap, crappy business. It is, and it sucks that. Um, and this is another statement from former Ring of Honor owner Kerry Silken. He believes that. Um, he, that the the buying of Ring of Honor from Tony Khan is not been uh, he has not done age AEW has not done Ring of Honor justice. I'll agree. Uh, he is talking about guys like Dalton Castle, Taven, Mike Bennett that have already signed with Impact. But yeah. the thing that the thing that um, Mr. Silken said, and again, he was the owner of Ring of Honor for many years. You have Chris Jericho, who you could bring into Ring of Honor, He's and have represent. Isn't he? Didn't he uh, win the Chris belt? Jer- Chris Jericho. I thought Jericho um, won the uh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, title. Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, Jericho's got the Ring of Honor title right now. Yeah, what the he, hell is he's you re- dude. You yeah, because of you being out of the, yeah. the circle. Yeah, Jericho's the um, Ring of Honor champion. Yep. Hold on. Yeah, okay, I did. Well, I haven't watched any of this in a while, but the thing about it is this. Um, Silken believes that uh, Jericho is a good fit for the Ring of Honor world title, and here's why. Because you can reestablish Ring of Honor by having Jericho as a champion and younger talent chasing after him to eventually get the belt. You've got Claudio Castanelli. You've got Brian Danielson. You've got Jay Lethal. Samoa Joey, as my brother calls him. Or Joey Samoa. <laughs> Joey, Joey Samoa. <laughs> I like that. Uh, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen with this company, but I know if they if they don't turn this around pretty quick, it's not going to matter. Because guys, nope. are, guys are not going to work for a company that 
is known to be toxic. It's a toxic work environment. Look, that is the excuse that Shawn Michaels gave Vince McMahon when he lost his smile or whatever. Hostile work environment. Mm. Huh. Mm. So, I mean, you've got that has to come into play with this because I, I'm sorry, it's just. Yeah, like I said, you can't have executive vice presidents or whatever coming up and directly, you know, coming to any kind of physical confrontation in talent's locker room. Uh, It's so unprofessional. It Um, is. It's it's ridiculous. Well, if you're a WWE employee, you're going to get paid more on the holidays. That has been confirmed. <laughs> yes, I heard that too. I'm, I'm glad for them. They work so many nights. All right, going back and looking at a couple more things and notes here through the wrestling news source on things, getting the other things that uh, pulled up that I wanted to go over. We obviously have to uh, go over the big thing that I, I knew about. I couldn't say anything about it because I knew I know a guy that knows him. Braun Strowman is back with WWE. Yeah, duh. Okay. He you, made you, Okay. <laughs> you're, you, you're just reading results. No, you I'm know. not reading results. No, I'm going over things, like I said, because it's, it's been a while. But um, I knew it was coming. It was rumored to happen. Um, I was actually going to run an event last December and was going to try to book Braun and was told by another promoter up in Wisconsin Braun wasn't taking bookings and now Braun is back with WWE. That explains that. There was um, an interview with Braun Strowman where he literally said when they asked him when he came back, he said, I said when I left WWE, I wasn't going to wrestle again unless it was in a WWE ring. He said, I held true to my word and I'm back. Yeah. And and I think that's uh, uh, I think that's great too. I think that it's really good um, that we're, we're getting a lot of this talent and a lot of guys back. It's it's needed. Um, oh yeah, Triple H is doing a wonderful job. Yeah, you have things, another... things things are a lot better there now. I've noticed in in a really short period of time, like total quick time. He's He's made things a lot better. Yeah. Like we, you can uh, say belt. <laughs> right. Words like belt. Yeah. We brought you an update a couple months ago on uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan being done with his cancer treatment. I am proud to report that as reported on September 14th, again, we have not been on air in a couple weeks, Duggan announced that he is cancer-free, thank the Lord. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You go, Hacksaw. Yeah. yeah, just like me. He's cancer-free. Yeah. Um, this is this is an interesting thing. Sign Guy Dudley. Does anybody remember him from ECW yes. days? Yeah, Sign Guy Dudley was hilarious. Always he was also signs. he was also Louis Dangerously in ECW. Um, he has been hired by Impact to handle their marketing. Oh shit! Interesting. Uh, uh, that's well, I wouldn't wouldn't have known it. <laughs> You know what I mean? He obviously has some kind of schoolier talent in it. That's pretty crazy. We want to send our well wishes to Kushida, who has been diagnosed with hand, foot, and mouth disease. Oh, my God. Ah. That's serious. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it's not good. And foot and mouth. Jeez. All right. Um, there have been changes made to the schedule for AEW Rampage on next Friday. Um, All right. We'll air at 11 o'clock Eastern. It will be Battle of the Belts 4. 11? Is, is, that, is, that, is that Wednesday or Friday? Friday. Okay. Wow. An hour late. Okay. Hope I remember to watch it. If not, I'll be sleeping. <laughs> um, well, Bobby Fish is currently scheduled for the Bound for Glory Impact pay-per-view. For anybody that's following this, he got out of AEW and ran right to Impact with open arms. There you go. Oh, wow. Maybe, maybe it'll do Bobby good. Yeah. I mean, well, we screwed up. They screwed up everything with that group. You know what they I mean? Did. They were so good in NXT, and then they were they just ruined them. <laughs> we also yeah. want to. We also um, want to send our well wishes to. Um, oh Jesus! I just had this. And they'll come back to me. Oh jeez. I'm sorry. Um, we want to send our well wishes to um, everybody that is involved down in Florida. If you're listening down in Florida, please be safe. Um, there is going to be something that I'll be touching on in hour two about comments that Mr. Tony Khan made about the hurricane in Florida. Uh, Cornette had some interesting things to say about that. Um, I want to uh, state that if you're looking for wrestling to go to this weekend, next weekend, check uh, Google. Google professional wrestling events near me. Find a company near you. Support them. Um, Dreamwave Wrestling is coming back next week. Uh, they will be at Luz the Grotto. And a big card for them is going to be Lance Archer, uh, Lindsay Dorado. I've heard there's some surprises planned. Um, wow. If you get a chance to get out and check that out, please do so. Now, this is going to be a subject for sin that just happened to come across the news desk. Um, Al Snow used to take head on dates to restaurants and cause a scene on purpose. <laughs> That's something he would do, yes. That's definitely something he would do. You didn't do it when I, I, I had two meals with him, and, and head was not at the table. But head was at the event. Okay. <laughs> so... So when he came, when I met him and dined with him, he did not bring a head to the table. But I would laugh my ass off if he did. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. J- Jason, I. Oh, by the way, hey, hey, shout out, shout out really quick to um, um, uh, uh, House of Pancakes, just in general, because Al Snow loves stopping there when he's on the road. So for oh Al, it's a shout out for him. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to IHOP. Yeah. <laughs> From Snow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got that some is, updates yeah. about uh, Dark Side of the Ring. No confirmed plans for a new season. There are thoughts about it, but no, no confirmed oh, wow. plans. They're focusing wow. on Tales from the Territories. Um, and then, and then, speaking of, and, and then, then, 
and dead. There has been a white rabbit mysteriously appearing, appearing. Yeah, in WWE. Oh, wow, eh? Yeah, everybody thinks it has to do with Wyatt. That's what everybody's it guessing. Is, it is going to be Wyatt. Uh, there are some things here that I have in front of me. Uh, the video featured the word patricide, and in his first FCW, Wyatt discussed patricide killing of your own father. Mm-hmm. It is Wyatt. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. I cannot oh, I wait. I wonder what we're going to see. I can't. I, I wonder how we're going to see him first. What persona? Mm-hmm. If he's going to just be a whole new retooled, or if it's going to be the fiend. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We, we shall have to wait and see, boys. I mean, heck, uh, Fiend and Braun headlined a pay-per-view, and now they potentially have both back. It looks like so. That's a good, that's a plus. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, where do we want to go from here? Well, we can talk about some of the local action we've been to over the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, well, let me start things off. Uh, everybody know, kind of had heard that we hadn't been on air for the last couple of weeks. Unfortunately, there was a fire in uh, my mother and I's residence. Everybody is okay. Cats, myself, everything's fine. Um, but it's it's been a big uh, a change. Anniversary is next week, and um, we're gonna we're gonna have some great stuff coming your way. Between now and the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Right on. Um, and we're, uh, you know, it's going to be a great thing. I was fortunate enough to get booked to uh, referee with, twice within the last couple of weeks um, for Galley Lucha Libre. I got to work with uh, Lucha legend Milo Mortez up in Chicago. It was great. One of the biggest crowds I've ever worked in front of. Uh, Sin was there one of the days, and it was just Fantastic! I really enjoyed. Awesome. I told Mel, remember, uh, I only uh, wrestled one lucha show, and he says, "Then you do, you don't wrestle." <laughs> it wasn't. That was his response. <laughs> if you don't wrestle, yes. if you don't lucha, you don't wrestle, man. <laughs> um, very nice, very <laughs> nice guy. Um, very honored to get to work with him and meet him. Um, Sin has attended some independent shows in the last couple of weeks. Um, there's been a lot going on, and, and there's more shows coming up. So um, if you're looking again for an event this weekend, check out STL Wrestling on uh, Live Journal and then Chicago Pro Wrestling if you're in the uh, Chicago market, as they say. I am going to allow our uh, media correspondent, the mad conservative crime fighter, to call in at this time if he would like to, um, because there's some incidents that happened down at a show that he was at not that long ago, and I don't believe that he's made an editorial comment on that. I would like to speak on that tonight uh, with his granted permission, and I would like him to maybe elaborate on this subject. It is something that I discussed with Katie and Sin uh, personally, but we'll bring you here to the airwaves, hopefully momentarily. So, Crime Fighter, whenever you're ready, we will be uh, ready for you. I want to play this while we wait. Do you remember... 
Terry Funk. Yeah. Cowboy Bill Watts. Yeah. And Eddie Graham and fucking Dusty Rhodes. And yeah. And goddamn Jack Briscoe. Yeah. Did you like the Young Bucks and Best Friends, by the way? Oh, no. Here we go. You got to flip. Flop, slip, flop. The Young Bucks did all their flips and all their flops. Just do the flip over the top. You're doing too much. Slow it down. Stop doing the flips and the stunts. For fuck's sakes, Matt Buck and Nick Buck. So we got a bunch of chucks and fucks. They're the most fragile little fucking young fucks I've ever seen. It's bullshit. And it ain't okay with me. Oh, no. We're actually going to fucking show wrestling. Not this clown show you've been seeing. Yeah. Nerds and butthurt pussies. Oh, no. If you cosplay wrestling fans have a problem with what I say, I'm sorry. I just don't have time to give a fuck. Yeah. Indie outlaw bullshit. Dildos, blow pops, jock straps, tampons. Yeah. Visible hand grenades, whatever. Hey, needle dick. Yeah. I don't want a job from you, so I'll be the only one to be telling you the truth. Oh, no. Fuck. The more I think about it. Fuck them all. And fuck you. Hello again, friends, and you are our friends. Welcome back to Jim Cornette's Drive-Thru. There are so many questions, I don't even know which one of these to ask. I mean, everyone wants to know, Jim, what do you think of this? Trying to shove it in your face, let me ask you. I could give a French fried titty fuck what you think of me. Oh, no. I will verbally fuck you up. I want them to know exactly what I think about them. Everything I'm saying is true. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, no. Marco fucking stunt fuck. Yeah. The fucking little kid that broke his leg. Why, why is that child wrestling, these fucking masked people? Oh, no. Young children doing shit that grown men should do. No, he's going to get in a ring and live his dream. Everybody can participate because this is all inclusive. And all come and look at us do our art. And everybody knows it's fake. Oh, for heaven's sake. Fuck you. Yeah. God damn it. I said, God damn, would you just quit? Yeah. Because there seems to be something wrong. Oh, no. 18 different dives in a row. Video game dweebs and these skateboard fucks. Yeah. Suck my fucking teeny little white dick. Oh, no. Protrusions. Yeah. Or insertions. Yeah. Fulfill and inseminate. Oh, no. The transvestite or exotico, as they would say at AAA. Did anybody bother to explain why he looks like that? Oh, no. And what do you do? Sodomize my little dog pocket in the ass. Oh, no. Now that's the way you do a fucking introduction, folks. Well, that's just fucking great. Oh, great. You know what that is? You know what that is? Great. That's just fucking great. All right, and we are back. I I I I need to know where you found that sound clip. I I, I want to steal that. That's awesome. <laughs> that is on YouTube. It's uh, one of the songs that was submitted for Jim Cornette's podcast. Ah, you have to send it to me. Yes, yes, I will. All right. Well, I am going to. Uh, here we go. Um. There is some subjects that Mr. Crime Fighter has wanted to cover, and we haven't been on the air. So uh, we're going to give him that opportunity at this time. Sin, would you like to give him his proper introduction? Crime Fighter. All right. Crime um, Fighter, welcome to the program. <laughs> I am not. I am not forcing your hand. I just there is a topic that needs to be covered here tonight, in the terms of special guests being booked. 
Um, and, and I'm not naming names. I'm not naming promotions. This is a generalized statement. Let me be very clear about this. There are instances where bigger name talents will take a booking with a promotion or in some cases, these guys are booked and not everybody knows this. Um, but there, some of these guys are booked Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there are times, because we are all in, that things don't get written down in the schedule. And some of these guys have booking agents that, that do not communicate some things clearly. I don't believe that's what happened in this case. There was somebody that was booked by a promotion in Illinois um, that did not fully live up to the booking agreement. And what do I mean by that? I mean that they were paid a price to not only uh, work the event, maybe do some training. I don't know if that was involved. I believe it might have been. And do a meet and greet. And upon arrival at the building for this event, uh, decided that they were going to need, my understanding is more money or there was some kind of confusion about the meet and greet. And of course in my hands. I don't, um, I don't, um, I don't know what the contract stated. I don't know what the negotiations were, but I know this. If I pay somebody to come in and there is an agreed price to work the event and to sign autographs, there is no discussion had at the event of money of any kind, of any kind of increase or any of that. That, uh, truthfully, that's the situation I ran into with Mantar, and I decided myself with Steve Kane that there would be no negotiations had with talent on the day of the event. If talent comes to me and gets in an emergency situation, if, some, if somebody were to drive here, let's say I was running uh, down in Pontiac and, and Sin came to me and said, hey, we got a flat tire on the way. That's my responsibility. But beyond that, no. Talent does not get renegotiated with at the event, the day of the event. The negotiations are already placed. The agreement that was uh, given, uh, typically I'd go over the numbers with all of my talent uh, the Wednesday before a Saturday event. Whatever that number was, that Wednesday is what they will get paid. That is what is allocated in the budget to go into their pay envelope. There are no negotiations had the day of the event. Um, And I don't believe that it's right that – I want to say it like this, and Crime Fighter, you correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost as if this individual held the company hostage in order to do that meet and greet. Kind of held up the event. Uh, Crime Fighter, fill in where you need to. Again, generalized statement. You can break more details as you'd like. Force in my hand. Try not to. I will just give this warning to every promoter. Tiffany Cook spoiled broth. And if you have one person who's negotiating and the others are not kept informed, or at least you have your person talking to only one person and not anybody else on the staff, then you're going to possibly run into problems because you have a middleman passing messages back and forth. And post office is not, if you've ever played post office or where you basically tell the first person a story, then the, the, the second person, then the first person passes the story to the second person, basically the same way, and then it goes all the way around, and then the original story is told, then the story that the last person in line tells the same story, but it's the 
and then you note how many differences the story has. That's mm-hmm. the game. It's more of a mental exercise. Who's whistling? Uh, that may be somebody with some uh, background noise. Uh, Katie, okay. you are muted. I'm sorry about that. That must have hit the wrong button. Or you oh, called back in or Crime have you never, do you not have any children? Don't you not have any nephews or nieces? No, it's okay. We, we just, we, we will leave that alone. Let's not. Uh, all right. Exactly what that is. Easy. All right. Uh, continue, Crime Fighter. Sorry, Katie. Uh, oh, fine. Yep. I'll just go, I'll just look at, guess we had who said to have fallen ill before the day before the show. The only communications we had with the individual was through his agent. Well, part of the problem is he had 60, he had 60 agents. So he basically had a uh, agent every day for two months and just cycled through all of them, I guess, six times over the course of the year or something like that. Not good. Well, no, that's not good. If you can't have communications directly with the wrestler, then you're going to have problems. Absolutely. And I then can that leads to, that. to double booking, and then that leads to communication issues, and then you're having to guess what's going on when there's problems arise. And some people do contracts, and some people don't physically put everything in writing, and It's like uh, one person should just be doing it all, and it should be someone in the. And it should be the person. It should be the person's wheelhouse. It's not right. worth it to go spending thousands of dollars on a guest because there's so many daggum pitfalls, and it seems that they. It seems people like who have a very long track record. And clout have an easier time dealing with these people than the smaller promotions out in the middle of nowhere. And and that is it's going to have no problems because they have a long track record. SICW is going to have no problems with talent because they have a long track record. He's a significant player in St. Louis. If you burn him, that's going to be bad news for you in the future. Ditto several Chicago promotions. And then Absolutely. promotions in Milwaukee, and then the David Hero. Correct. He's going to have a long track record. Correct, and and you know, and it's sad we, that that's the way it is. It really is because it shouldn't be like that. I I look at it this way: if a big name talent is willing to take a booking for a promotion, that promoter or booker needs to be in contact with that name. It's not up for debate. I don't want to go through an agent. I need to talk to that individual directly. Even if the agent is a third party on the line, I need to talk to the talent directly. And plus, um, but in and he doesn't have time to talk to him or the talk only, to uh, either. I think the only talent we ever brought in that we didn't talk to personally before the show was uh, when we at was work we were working with uh, TNA to get their talent because they had one guy. If you are under TNA contract, they let you take outside bookings, but they have one guy that handled all their guys' bookings. It was very organized. Uh, 
Good guy, by the way, but a uh, friend of mine and Steve's, uh, Mr. Bill Barons. Uh, would have handled all the TNA bookings back then, I believe, or it might have even been Terry Taylor. You might have, you might have been. No, 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 it wasn't Terry. It was. It, uh, I would have remembered that. That was Bob Ryder. Uh, uh, Bob Ryder did did not handle the bookings. A lot of people don't realize Bill Barons was kind of handling a lot of those guys' uh, uh, bookings because uh, you can still book guys through Bill Barons. It's yeah, I was just, say, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, it was Bill Barons. Um, Bill's a nice guy, very, very understanding guy, but, um, at the end of the day, um, some of these, and, and this can be said too, some of these people that are booking these names are inflating prices to make some money themselves. I've seen this happen time and time again. Um, is it fair? No, but it's what's done. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, break even. Yeah, well, yeah, and I'm saying, you know, like... You still have to make your money back, and, you know, the fee that they quote you, that does not include the airfare. It nope. does not include the hotel room, and... Nope. You may intend to, you may desire to pick them up at the airport and drive them back to town yourself, but they, they're, you're even, you're worse off if they demand a particular hotel or a particular Correct. hotel chain. Correct. And or some, uh, um, particular airline, and then particular yeah, seat a, on the they airplane. Want to a car because they yeah. relax. Relax. Yeah. I mean, it, it is. It is. Uh, it is the way that that is because I've had names that I've tried to book that have been like, "Well, I need this, this, and this. This is where I'm willing to negotiate. This is things that I'm not willing to negotiate on. This is your price. This is my counter." And there are promoters out there time and time again that have heard a price from a wrestler or heard a price from a booker and not negotiated at all. And some of these guys have gotten outrageous amounts of money to go and take a booking. And it makes it harder for somebody like even a me or a sin or even other companies that uh, crime fighter works with smaller independent promotions to be able to afford that. I'll give you one prime example of this. I know a company in Illinois that booked Rikishi. When I talked on the phone with Rikishi personally, Rikishi wanted $4,500 to sit on his fat butt and sign autographs. I don't see the value in that. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't see I think you make your money huh. back. Exactly. And he's like, well, brother, I'm part of the Samoan dynasty. Yeah, but you're not one of the more famous ones. <laughs> like you're famous, well, but not. Yeah, he was, but yeah. I know what you mean. He's not Roman Reigns or The Rock. Yeah, he's not even he's not even in Yokozuna's category in my book. And no, I, I don't no. mean. I and mean, because no to him, uh, you know, even departed members, you know, like High Chief Peter Maivia and you know some older guys from the same family. I mean, right? They were they were pretty damn famous. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's just, it's name value. And we've talked about that a lot on the program. Uh, Crime Fighter Floor is yours, buddy. I didn't mean to cut in. There's some points I wanted to make. Yeah. And there's also get in to bad situations where you have to find out somebody's still booked. Well, you got, you get offered a replacement. Well, was the replacement going to do you any good? And 
first time around, well, we had a month to promote the replacement. Well, the replacement was tardy, and I guess didn't really draw the numbers that uh, the other guests probably would have drawn, and left like after like at halftime, and the hotel was in one place, but he went. He was like calling at midnight asking for a hotel room. Is like you chose the drove. You chose to try down the because you want to be much closer to the airport instead of the uh, hotel room locally. And it's, it's, right, yeah, it's a different mess with each guest, and it's like not. It's not – I've completely soured on guests. It's something – I mean, if you want to command more money, you're going to have to do it in a large city like Chicago or Indianapolis or New York. Then you can command wherever you want because apparently there will be a few people that will pay it because they got money to burn. I wouldn't spend the money on Sasha Banks. No, I don't no. care how much you. No, she can do her Comic Con, but she's doing selfies with uh, fans with uh, John Cena standing in between them. Oh, did I say John Cena? Oh yeah, uh, you just couldn't see him in those pictures. The only person that Sasha Banks one at a time got up again. Or got next to to take a selfie with was somebody who brought a giant thirty thousand dollar bill with her face on it. Wow! Uh, and she got close and to then, the. Go ahead. She got close to him, and then she got close to Danhausen, which that that was kind of that almost was like, oh, if you're a worker, you're cool, but if you're a mark, no. And that that did not sit well with me. Um, we brought that up when that happened. Um, the yeah. other thing that we need to talk on is um, what's going on with Jonathan Gresham. I know that I watched a quick little editorial that uh, Crime Fighter did on his show, PWCI, this week on the YouTube uh, and streaming, oh, world, streaming worldwide. Yes. That was a uh, side did... comment, but yes. go ahead. We <laughs> can divulge on that, and, and you've got some very valid points. There has never been a company to focus solely on the super heavyweights. Uh, it is a lot of uh, people's belief that bigger guys can't work. Now, I've had some conversations that I'm not going to go into here tonight about some bigger men that Sin and I know that, unfortunately, um, they have gotten up there in an age. And Sin explained this to me. I'll, I'll, I want to go back and kind of backtrack to this story. Um, I did ref. Uh, two days in a row up in Chicago for Galley Lucha Libre. Very happy to have worked for them. Um, but since said this after after my second or third match roughing the first day, he says, the thing is that as a manager, you don't get all of the ring time. And as a referee, you're doing a lot more in the ring as what you would as a, as a manager. You cannot make up for uh, ring conditioning. And I yeah. believe that in some, in some cases, some of these bigger guys that are on the independents, mostly the independents, because a lot of the bigger companies are not signing a lot of big guys that can't work or can't move. 
but the independents are full of them. And I don't have a problem if a guy's a little bit bigger. I don't have a problem if, he, if he's bigger and he can move. I have a problem with a big guy that can't do anything that is going to come on a card and sync up the entire thing. That yeah. would make the whole show look bad. One big guy in a match, I don't care how impressive he looks on a poster, if his in-ring ability is shit, then you've sunk up the oh. car. Go ahead, Crime Fighter. Now, there are plenty of big men that can wrestle well. Ben I was going to say that. Comes yeah. to mind. Yeah. King Kong uh, Bundy has been, I guess, the king of the five-count matches. But <laughs> yeah, how many I'll, of his I'll, opponents I'll, were... There there have been documents that have come out since Bundy has passed away that said Bundy was a crap worker. I loved the man's work. Uh, Sin got to work with him on on events with him for Sin Lyle. Bundy's Bundy's a great guy. Bundy understood more than anything big man psychology. That's where we have to give credit where it's due on that. Well, when he worked for the Von Erichs, I believe, uh, Bundy was I, at that time I thought very athletic, moved very well for his size. You know what I mean? So, and that was just before he went into WWE, right around before WrestleMania one. He was working for them, so you know. Right now, for out there, the uh, the natural disasters and the twin towers, they could yeah. do great matches. But my point was. Why waste all the the talent of these smaller guys? And everybody's like Kevin Nash and his vanilla midget argument that the smaller guys can, I guess, have a personality of a a damp rag. Uh-huh. Like they they're only good for being fed to these bigger guys to be thrown around like toys for like a minute or so, to be squashed. It's like. If it's all, my point was, if it's all about big guys, why not a super heavyweight division where it's just they're competing for a super heavyweight title? So the smaller heavyweights, their talent is properly utilized and they can compete effectively. Yeah, sure, fans love the squashes. Well, those that was. Uh, 1980s, 90s. It's rare that you see a squash match that they bring out a three-limb wrestler that's only going to be there like once or twice ever for that promotion to be squashed by somebody. And I see AEW has been doing that with um, AEW Dark, but the one thing that they do differently than WWE is they make a match graphic with these independent wrestlers and they make it look like they're on equal footing, even though mm-hmm. one's been crushed in under a minute or so or two minutes. That's a right. one thing that makes AEW look a little better. Right. It, it doesn't bury their indie talent. It hardly mentions the name of the indie talent that's getting squashed. They don't and get that's, or nothing. 
that is a huge problem. If nobody knows who it is, it doesn't matter. Um, it, it, I, I've said that for name. you. Well, and that too. And that too. Um, all right, guys. Um, we are going to get ready to take our song break. We're going to uh, gather ourselves and come up with our topics for hour two. Um, refresh your call. Refresh your call. Yes. Um, please do that, and we'll have some more updates. You are listening to Rampage Rants Thursday Night Turmoil on the Evolution Radio Network, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back.
this Saturday night at the Birmingham Fairgrounds. Mud Show Championship Wrestling presents an all-star card of action-packed wrestling matches just for you. In the main event, Sam McCallahan faces Jelly Janela in a bleak 182 death match. Featured match, Joey Ryan versus Priscilla Kelly in a puke on the naughty parts match. First person to puke on their opponent's naughty parts loses. Garden Rake on the pole match. Special wheelbarrow race and much, much more. All that this Saturday night at the Birmingham County Fairgrounds. It's Mud Show Championship Wrestling. You don't want to miss it. Y'all better be there. All right, and we are back. Welcome back. Yay. Welcome back. Yay. Welcome. All right. Welcome back. All right. Want to remind everybody, anniversary week next week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 6 o'clock Eastern. Thursday is going to be 7.30 Eastern time. You do not want to miss it. Tuesday night, Kalisto. Wednesday night, mystery guest. Thursday night, Princess Victoria is going to be a great nine-year anniversary for Wrestling Authority Radio. We'll be thinking of the old man. Um, would not not be still ticking here if it wasn't for that one. Um, so, yes, that is, uh, that is kind of where we're at. Um, where do I want to go from here? I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. Well, oh, first great. and foremost, the inmates, inmates are running the entire one. Uh, the first thing, <laughs> the first thing is, um, you know, if you know anything about wrestling, um, then you know that, uh, you know, there's there's some people out in wrestling that do not. Um, do not understand things um, the right way. I am. I'm sorry. I'm reading my brother's comment that he just left on something. But uh, I'm going to send this over to Benito or uh, Sin and uh, Katie at this time. Um, they okay. saw the other one. Send, um, send, send. Well, I'm trying to get it to. Do it because Bertha's Bertha's she gobbled up a big Windows update Bertha's today. A Bill Gates. Bertha, you whore. <laughs> so did there you we go. They're gonna they're gonna try to get one of the belts off of Roman, but they don't know how to do it. Just just make them lie down and get counted. No, they don't want them to be beat. They 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 want it to be like special when he actually gets beat. They're there. Oh my god! Yeah, because well, they don't want to keep the titles unified, but they don't know how to get one of the belts off him now that they put it on him. Mm-hmm. There is a meme going around Facebook to talk about this hurricane, Hurricane Ian. If it doesn't get you this time, it it'll get you the next time via IWA Mid South. Welcome to the IWA, baby. Oh my God! Yes, silly. And then there's 
There's another one that I sent. Uh, let me get this one pulled up. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Head and shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. See what I started? You know what? Right, she can't stop. And shoulders, knees and toes, knees and toes. Live look at the hurricane upon landfall Talking for 45 minutes before inflicting any damage Oh shit (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you something Let me tell you something about this wrestler that I got here in the ring My name is Ian Rotten and I endorse this wrestler And I'm going to give you a 30 minute promo on why I endorse this wrestler <laughs> um, anyway, I, I, you know, I, I don't know if I want to be endorsed by him. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I might be kind of worried about that, you know. He's, he's built up kind of a bad rep lately. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and we do have Crime Fighter back with us. Welcome back, sir. Um, well, the thing is this. At this time, there is just so much going on in the world um, with what's going on in the Ukraine and then what's going on just all over the world. Uh, Tony Khan made some very bold statements. If you want to hear Jim Cornette's take on this, um, please go listen to Jim Cornette's podcast. But it has come down to the point that um, – you know, Tony had like made the comment about, oh, wrestlers are not going to be able to travel and all of this. Um, I think if I lived in Florida, I'd I'd want to take a booking to get the hell away from the hurricane. Um, yeah, that, that. I mean, that was that was just kind of. But we already know that Tony Khan is not a people person. <laughs> he looked pretty miserable Guess sitting not. next to CM Punk. <laughs> Punk one, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I don't, I don't understand what uh, they can get. Tony Khan uh, is not, uh, let's say, sophisticated enough to, I know, be um, some sort of, uh, I guess, pontific, pontificate. On uh, yes. conventional wisdom, and yes. he says stupid things, and uh, has to put his foot in his mouth because he embarrasses himself, saying things that he doesn't know anything about, like or just kind of is cringe. Yeah, like the tweet that he was the longest running promoter or whatever on TV now. Or whatever after Vince stepped down. Correct. Why? Why? Why would you put that up? (laughs) I mean, come on. There's a lot of independent promotions that've been around longer. Yeah. Correct. (laughs) Um, Also, the impact. They they have three deals. They've been around longer. Um, Also, yeah, but not the same ownership. Yeah, that's true. They did change ownership. Also, uh, next week, if you're not going to Dreamwave Wrestling, if you were over west of LaSalle, check out SCW Pro Wicked Ways at the Walcott Coliseum in lovely Walcott, 
Iowa. That will be Saturday, October 8th. If you were in Iowa City, SCW comes back to your neck of the woods in Iowa City, Iowa for Hawkamania 24. Scary stories at the Wildwood Barbecue and Saloon and Bluegrass, Iowa. SCW heard your calls because on Saturday night, November 12th, SCW returns to Bluegrass, Iowa at the Bluegrass Community Club. For those of you that don't know, SCW is closely affiliated with Mr. Tyler Black, a.k.a. Seth Rollins. Um, There have been times that I've been over at events that I had seen him in passing. That's all I'm going to say. That is is his baby. Um, I've always liked the guys and crew over at SCW. If you get a chance to go check out one of their events, they come highly recommended by yours truly. I've had friends that weren't really wrestling fans that have gone over with me to some of their events that fell in love with it. They do a really good job. Um, and again, if you're looking for professional wrestling training, you've got Pinfall Academy down in Springfield. You do have the opportunity of the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy in Iowa. Or uh, yeah, that might be in Rock Island. It's all that generalized area. Um, Ace Wrestling Academy with Herb Simmons. Um, there's legitimate training out there. And now, now it is time for this because, boy, I've, I've been holding on to this for far too long. Well, I was going to mention the rest of the shows that were going to happen. Go ahead. This Saturday. Go ahead. Let me get, this, let me get these couple in. FICW is running this weekend in Belleville. That's near St. Louis. The Bell Claire Fairgrounds. This is their, I guess, super show of the year because they have. Yes. I was playing about guests earlier. Well, Correct. They got guests, all right. They got some guests. They got several. Uh, they have the Faces of Fear, Haku and the Barbarian, and they're going to be wrestling. They're uh, Attila Khan and Sheik Trader. Then also in attendance is Psychosis Vicious, Lover Boy, Dennis Kadri. And Dan the Beast Dragons. Wow. Their uh, um, October Spectacular event. But they're going to uh, the uh, main event, yeah, it's going to be in the cage. And Faces uh, of Fear taking on, uh, I guess, the new modern version of the Devastation Incorporated. Everybody uses that name, but they're using that name. Or the bad guys are using that name. Uh, that is interesting also, that they're uh, resurrecting that. That's not the only place that's been resurrected. There's another devastation of corporate down at Activity Productions as well. A different right. and different players. Right. That's all it is. It's generic, I guess. I don't know. Robinson, Illinois, and that's somewhere in East Central Illinois, off of I-57. They're going to be having an outdoor festival show, 3 p.m. start time. It's um, in outside the where the U.S. Postal Service is in the town in regards to uh, the festival. But it's Heath Harvest WrestleFest. There is no <clears throat> a standalone show, not being um, not under any promotions banner. Although I'm going to put it under Zero One banner because the Zero One Heavyweight Title will be defended in the main event. So, but it's not officially a zero-one event. And then uh, down in um, 
Strictly Insane Pro Wrestling in Crossville, Illinois, at the old Crossville Gym. Uh, Strike Pro Wrestling in Carterville with their monthly event at their wrestling dojo, uh, 1130 North Division. Uh, World League Wrestling is going to be all the way out in St. Joseph, Missouri, a rare wrestling show out there on the first at the Rock Fellowship Church Gym. So, and you already mentioned, I could have sworn there was one other one, but nope, that's, that's it. All right, and then your your events this weekend in the Chicagoland area brought to you by uh, this information being brought to you by Chicago Pro Wrestling. Uh, there are other websites out there and calendars out there that will list wrestling events. This is just what I use in a hurry. Um, let me see here. We have on the first, this Saturday night, Rocket Pro Wrestling in Joliet, Illinois. It is Darkness Falls. The end of the rivalry will be a casket match between the icon, somebody that should be an icon of the Illinois Valley, the evil one, Grin, one-on-one with all day Marche Rocket in a casket match. That'll be a good match. Both those guys are extremely good workers. Um, other matches signed. It was... You said it was uh, Grin and who else? Um, Marche Rocket. Right? Oh, Marche no, Rocket. Yeah. yeah, I've never had the pleasure. Of, I, I know Marche. Met him. I never worked him, but I've got to work with Grin quite a bit. And All I've got right. to see his body work. It's really good. Um, we have, on this event, you have Aaron Stone versus Ryan Matthews, a triple threat match. Uh, the Roomstick, 12-Gauge, Justin Fowler, and Axel Rico. Um, I believe this will be Axel Rico coming back from an injury. He was injured on the day two of the Galley Lucha that I worked for. Um, you're going to have Connor Hopkins, Brooks Berna, Damian DeSahan, and Maximus Orion against the Fabulous Idols, Damian Gray, Kevin Cade, Ruthless Rockin' Rivera, and Johnny Nye. In an eight-man tag, uh, Gunner Brave versus Storm Grayson. I just started. Uh, Shaq Jordan versus Russell TD and Hot Rod Daddy Andy. Singles match: Quinn Whitlock, who I am a fan, Whitick Whitlock uh, versus Chris Logan. I'm a fan of those two. Um, you've got a six-man tag here: Skyler Reed and Devin August and a mystery partner versus. Joey Blues, Brian Crazer, and a mystery partner. Uh, Cody James will take on Christian Rose for the uh, RPW Championship, and your main event is the casket match, Marche versus Grin. Um, the other event happening right around Chicago this weekend. Now, we will be keeping close eye on this to make sure that it actually does take place, but Warrior Wrestling has announced their comeback event on October 2nd in Chicago. It will be uh, Brian Cage versus Jake something, Casey Navarro versus Trey McGull, and the Lucha Brothers against the Briscoes. And then Matt Nix against, oh, I don't know who that is, some pizza guy. Um, That is, uh, maybe, uh, that is Warrior Wrestling. Primo. 
something like that, yes. Um, Going to give credit where it's due. Pow Entertainment will return to Fox Lake on uh, Saturday the 1st for another loaded card. Um, you're going to see Team SCW, which is Hunter Payne and um, – Oh, gosh, I wish I could remember the other guy's name. Against the Revolution, which is Psychotic Jimmy Blaze and our old friend Eric Freedom. You're also going to see an old friend of Sins that he has not seen in a very long time will be at this event. And he's a a champion once again in Power Entertainment. The one, the only, Max Holiday. Yeah. Uh, Max just had a birthday, too. I just wished him happy birthday a couple days ago when he responded. So there's some big events coming um, in this region, too. Um, You know, and again, if you all want to see wrestling, all you got to do is use your Google, use your Facebook machines. It's not that complicated to find a show that is worth your hard earned money to get to. Um, I think that's uh, that's going to. Save that for that, and now I've got to go to my uh, my list for the night. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. You know, there has just been so much going on in this wacky world of professional wrestling, but I want to take some time to focus on some critical issues that uh, have been kind of uh, in my craw over the last couple weeks, and this is not dealing with a certain promotion or anything like that. It is to say that um, there are too many promotions going... um, That is going on. Um, we've, we've got too many promotions that are popping up. We've got too many promotions that are being mismanaged. So I'd like to take this time, and, and this is going to – I'm going to go into a personal rant at some point, too, um, oh, on, on what my, on my shit list is. But I think that promotions need to be wise and heed this omen. We are now out of COVID. Thank Thankfully, we will not be going to war as a country in the United States by the end of the year. Uh, hopefully, monkeypox won't kill us all. Um, I think that we're in a spot now where it is very vital for promoters to start planning for the year of 2023. There are going to be a lot of things that we need to see as promoters, as fans, going into 2023. 
we need to see how the Royal Rumble does. That'll be a telltale sign as to if Triple H has turned that thing around. Because if the, if the Royal Rumble sells out, then we know that business is back. The other telltale sign will be what in the world happens with all elite wrestling. Because um, if our crowds continue to diminish, and I'm not just talking about ratings on television, I'm talking about live houses. If they don't do something, then that's going to shift momentum in WWE's favor. But the thing about it is this, and, and too many promoters are not smart enough to realize this. Not everybody's cup of tea is the WWE style of wrestling. This is why ECW was, was successful. This is why WCW was successful. This is why the AWA was successful. All of the other territories that preceded the WWE or WWF and all of the territories that have preceded AEW. There are too many people that believe that wrestling can be a smorgasbord of everything and the smart promoters and bookers know that it takes a little dab of this and a little dab of that to make it all work. You cannot be a product that offers everything for everybody. Because if there was a product in this world that everybody liked, and, and, and I mean 100% liked, there wasn't a person in the world that did not, not like, uh, did not like it, that would be a different story. But we live in a world where we are given variety, where you're given the right of free will to choose what we want to turn on our television or choose what events that we want to see in person. And that is why it is very imperative, because I've been seeing it again, oversaturation with talent taking bookings in the same locations, oversaturation with the same companies using the same talent. In 2023, it is time to be smarter as a promoter and do things that are going to shift business in your favor. What that means is, um, for instance, I want to, I want to preface this really cautiously in the Chicagoland area. There are 20 million promotions. If you know that you're a promotion that doesn't have the budget to compete with, let's say an AAW out of Chicago, then your wise move is to not try to compete on their level. Find a way to compete by offering the alternative to them that people are going to want to see. There are too many, uh, too many promotions that have been around in the inception of the show, which is almost 10 years. We're celebrating our nine-year anniversary that have been too close to carbon copies of another promotion that is run. And they didn't realize the reasons that the carbon copy uh, that they are of are no longer in business. And I see that going on way too much to the point where um, there's, there's going to be some promotions, I think, going into 2023, not only in the Midwest, but uh, even globally, that are going to be shutting their doors. And this is sad because there is not people that understand the business fully anymore. And what I mean by that is they don't understand that in order to be competitive, you have to outdo your competition. What that means is if they've got a bigger budget than you, don't go try to compete with them head-to-head on a money scale. I want to tell somebody uh, some things here tonight. I have a good friend that runs a promotion out of the Chicagoland area that is doing very well. I'm not going to name names. Very good Chicagoland promotion. They have been able to sell out their almost last seven or eight events. 
Would anybody like to guess how they're doing that? Oh, it's storyline? Correct. Continuity in good storytelling is something that is missing in a lot of independents today. And it, it, it's, it's a little nonsensical to not have good ongoing storylines with your, what I call in-house talent. In-house talent for me, just for new listeners, is people that you're going to bring back and be a part of your roster on a regular basis. That is your in-house talent. And too many promotions, um, not, not naming ones in particular, but there are promotions even local to where I live that do not understand the continuity of good storytelling. This is what made RCW in the beginning for Jay Repsol a success. This is what made other promotions a success. You have to have good storytelling. Um, and I want to I explain this. Storytelling is not always up to the talent and the quality of talent that you have booked. It is up to the booker that has a vision of good storytelling, if that makes any sense. And Stan, cry me, Katie, feel free to cut me off as you need to. But that is that is a big problem that I see in today's wrestling. You can have the greatest talent on the world, but if you don't have a story, and too many people people forget, at least in my own experiences on being on the road this year, too many people forget that every match on the card should have a purpose. It's not just two guys in the ring with no purpose. If people that were booking wrestling, promoting wrestling, would relearn that lesson, get back to the basics on that, you'd see more successful booking, in my opinion. Well, well, I mean, even stories like, I'm going to go back to WrestleMania 10 here, because I was a big fan of how they told this story. Um, And this goes back to big men that could wrestle. Yokozuna could wrestle, and Bret Hartman had fantastic matches. Correct. But but, um, basically, Owen beats Bret in the opener at WrestleMania 10 proving he's a superior heart. But then in the finals, final match of the night, Brett wins the title. And everybody's hoisting him up and stuff. And they have this great moment where the pay's ending. And all you see is Owen come out through the curtain. And he just kind of looks up at his brother and he's shaking his head like, I can't believe this. Like, oh, no matter what I do, he's got to one-up me. You know what I mean? And then they went to a storyline angle with it for six months, I think. Just a great story. So, I mean, storytelling like that, I mean, long-term thinking, you know, you don't see it as much as you used to. You don't, and and it's something that is missing. The other thing that I, uh, this is something that Katie razzed on in the inception of this program. In 2022, going into 2023, it is not acceptable for a male promoter to say that he does not believe in booking women because they are a side attraction. They are no longer a side attraction. Man, sometimes I truly believe this, whether it's some bigger promotions or indies. Sometimes you have women talent that can be better than your men talent. that, that, That goes along with another thing, okay? About the women, okay, women's talent. Like another thing, what was it? We had a guest on, and he was trying to get booked, and I can't remember where he called to get booked. But they're like, "Oh, we already have a black guy on the roster." Yeah, try to pull yeah. that in Illinois or the Chicagoland area around here. There, there are yeah. plenty 
of good African American wrestlers. There's plenty of them in the area. Plenty. There's a whole promotion. They they call it Black Wrestlers Matter. That's correct. That is the new thing. The African American talent. It's awesome. I mean, there's been a like a PW 500 that was put out this year. That's Mm. awesome. African American wrestlers have no problem getting booked. I don't know. We're going back a few years too, okay, Cardi? Yeah, I mean, I mean well, back when, back when, compared to like when oh, Wicked was around. Oh, you want to go back a few years? Yeah, yeah go ahead. You would have, you would have uh, not just gone into orbit. You would have uh, warped into another dimension uh, when you uh, had the clash between Derek Dukes and Colonel De Beers. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, I remember, you know, uh, one of my trainers. Uh, Brian Lyle, you know how he had a shaved head and everything. Correct. Well, one of the promoters down south when he when he was you know like Tennessee down south, um, they decided they'd have him have this heel faction or just a tag team. It was him and another bald guy, and they came out like skinheads, right? And this is back probably uh, early '90s, late '80s, and their opponents were black and. They were supposed to be the faces. The crowd started cheering the skinheads. That's that, that. Yeah, that would I, I, that would never fly nowadays, especially not yeah, in the Chicagoland area. <laughs> I would yeah, I would be worried to even do that gimmick. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's it's the point. It's the point that women's wrestling has the right on the card. Tag team wrestling has the right on the card. Smaller guys of a certain stature. I would say if a guy, look, I use some really small guys and I'm a small guy myself. I would say if a guy cannot get to a buck 40, he probably shouldn't be in the ring um, full time. It, it's not a good look. It's not. Um, there there have yeah, been some exceptions I, I, to I some guys I, that can I don't move. See, I don't want to see anybody who's ribsy. Okay. Right. Yeah, you don't. I don't want to see a skeleton. I really um, don't. No, no skeletor up in the ring, okay? No. And and again, we have said this many times in the nine years doing this program. There is a place in wrestling for everyone, but not everybody's place in wrestling is in that ring. That's right. And it, well, and too I, many. Pro- Go ahead. When I got into the business, I'm not going to name names, but some of the smaller guys that were being brought in in talent, some of the companies that were working. I was working with, um, were, were so unsatisfied with how they were being used. You know, they got on the juice. They started taking steroids to bulk up, you know, and, and, you know, those of us in the locker room, they would talk openly about it. You know, we'd be like, man, you got big. Are you on the juice? And they were like, yeah, I'm gassing, you know? And, and it was like, no big thing. It's a big, big thing, yeah. Yeah, but back then, you know. So even for the smaller guys, I mean the pressure was on. Back back when wrestling was super hot in ninety six, you know, there were wrestlers, indie guys, you know, taking steroids to have the bod to to be able to get pushed better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, another great Fan Fest is coming your way. It's Legends of the Ring Pro Wrestling Fan Fest weekend. 
Um, boy, when is that going to be? Well, could y'all give me the date? Because that'd be great. I got nothing. <laughs> What's the name of the uh, The Legends Canadian the has nothing. Okay, that's this weekend. I believe it's up in New Jersey. Legends of the Ring Pro Wrestling Fan Fest. If you're in New Jersey, you're going to get to see some great talent. Um, you've, I mean, you've got a who's who that's going to be at this thing. Um, so if you're in the area, check that out. Um, I want to close tonight by saying this. Um, I have not been doing this for the past 20 years for no reason. Um, and it's not that I'm going anywhere or taking time away or anything like that. There is some situations that are going on currently in my personal life that, um, it is a very good possibility that after anniversary, we may not be broadcasting for a couple weeks. Um, that, that mark my words, it's not going to be anniversary and done. I have to get some things situated that, that may mean that we may do anniversary and may not be back until probably the week of Halloween. Um, there are just some things that I have to get wow. situated. Um, wow. Um, I'm going to try to make it back earlier than that, but I am going to try to make everybody this solemn promise. And Katie and Sin know me. I'm usually a man of my word. I am praying to God that uh, by Thursday night, October 27th, we will be back on the air full time. What that means is we'll be on every week starting again October 27th. Um, but again, want to remind everybody, anniversary does come your way before then. The 4th, 5th, and 6th of October. It is our nine-year anniversary. My brother is ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. There, there are people that are, like, ecstatic that I was even able to uh, gather these guests. And this goes back to something that was said a long time ago. I don't know who said it, but there were some people that did say this that believed that this podcast never offered anything positive to the professional wrestling business. I will tell you this because I've talked to the man personally. Kalisto will be sharing some very intimate stories about his time working with the Dean of Wrestling, Steve Kane. That is one of the reasons that Kalisto had decided to do this podcast. He does not do a lot of them. He does not do all of them. But because he was a friend of Steve Kane, he decided to come on and be a part of this. Um, That's huge. That's huge. It goes down like this. I may have my naysayers. I may have my detractors, all of that. And, and there are some instances where I've caused that for myself, but I am not going to allow people after my 20 years in this business, my nine years doing this podcast to say that I haven't offered anything positive to the wrestling business because in the things that have happened with this uh, program coming back after the death and passing of Steve Kane and, and Katie being sick, um, there's been some positive stuff brought to light already again, and, and we're going to keep the ball rolling. Um, I am thrilled to be able to get Kalisto for one of the first interviews that he's done since his release. And, and look, um, there, there are some things that a lot of people don't know that he'll probably be sharing. There is one rule. I'm going to lay this out publicly to anyone, because if you come on and try to ask this gentleman, one of these questions, I, I have a way now I can ban callers from ever calling back into the studio again. Um, wow. it is that. It has been the request of Mr. Kalisto that there are no discussions on Chris Jericho. I don't know why. I, it's not for me to go into. Wow. But, 
That yeah, is Apparently, he's got. A, I'm gonna start googling that one. Um, Crime fighters on it. Jericho Callisto. Yeah. Oh, crimey go. Oh, crimey, go. There you see. He doesn't want it on oh, there. Oh, I see. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I'm going to read it to you. No, 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 Okay, well, um, she pro, she promula or what? Well, go back and watch that episode if you get a chance, Katie, because um, there were some things that said about Mula, but I think that because uh, 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 Princess Victoria's real name is Vicky, and I think Vicky was brought in old school enough where it's like this, and and I can't even believe that I'm going to have the audacity to say this at this time, but um, there is somebody that I trained with that even though his and I's history is not the greatest, does not mean that he does not get to be respected for what he's done. What that means in the instance of, of what may have happened with uh, Princess Victoria and Mula, Vicky was brought in in the way where Mula may have done wrong, but you do not disgrace your trainer. And that is why during the Dark Side of the Ring episode, she did not uh, – there were some things that were asked to her about Mula that she clearly pointed out and said, if you weren't there and you don't know, then you need to keep your mouth shut. These are warnings that I'm giving everybody now, any listeners, because it will not – mark my words, Katie has been waiting for a reason to rip somebody's head off. Call in and mess with it this nine-year anniversary celebration, and I promise you, you, you ain't seen a dog with the bark as big as hers. I will lose my shit properly. Um, I, think, I think that it is great that we are still able to have connections, be it me, Sin, even Crime Fighter has filtered some connections my way. In the nine years of doing this show, and not just in my 12 years of, of wrestling, or uh, 20 years of wrestling, in the nine years of doing this show, through connections that I've made professionally or through social media, I've gotten connections that have a ton of merit in this business to be able to keep this podcast going, to be able to continue doing events if I choose to, um, to be able to continue working on events if I choose to. And it, it comes because even with a tarnished reputation, and I want to end with this tonight, People can still have respect for you. Now, we talked about Ian Rotten earlier tonight. I know that there are a great deal of people that are upset with Ian Rotten. I know there have been a great deal of people upset with me. But I will say this. At the end of the day, there is still respect that should be given and honored for people that have busted their butt in the wrestling business like that. Now, that's not true for everybody. Uh, the one guy that, that is the exception to that uh, rule, uh, Crimey, this one's for you, is Rex Gill. Um, there are cancers to the wrestling business, too. But I believe that – I believe in forgiveness. I believe in second chances. 
I do want to say that there are some things going on with some promotions that I know about in Illinois where they're about to go through some vital changes. And these are, these are companies that I may have not had the um, best repertoire with myself. I wish them nothing but the best. But the, at the end of the day, this podcast, my career, Sin's career, Crime Fighter's career even, has thrived on the basic nature of human respect. Wait a second. And Wait a second. I don't have a career. <laughs> Lonely. You have be- I'm so lonely. You became the fans' perspective within the first three weeks of the yeah. podcast, and we're a regular caller. Yeah. You know your place here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know my place. See, I know my place. <laughs> but respect, respect is given. The reason that Steve Kane and I, and even Katie and some of the other co-hosts that we've had, have harped on people working the independence, people in this business, promoters, uh, bookers, all of that is because at the end of the day, this podcast was designed to make the business better, to give a voice, not by a big name talent that, you know, like a Jim Cornette. I love Jim Cornette to death, but his opinion is kind of slighted because he worked for the bigger companies. He doesn't work for one now. I'm not that guy, and and Katie and Sin will tell you this, and even Crime Fighter knows this about me in the short time that we've personally known each other. I don't cut corners, and I don't bullshit. I will tell you what your problem is if you have the audacity to come to me and ask me what's wrong with your promotion. I have no problem telling you, and it's, it's, okay. it's reasons like that that this uh, podcast has continued to grow the way it has, too, is because we are the voice of reason by people – that actually understand how wrestling is supposed to work. Not in fantasy land. The way it actually works or is supposed to work on a daily basis. And this is, this is, this is why a company like AEW that has no real sense of leadership, no real sense of vision is failing. And I said this a couple weeks ago. You cannot have a giant organization like that. We'll just call that a mega fed at this point without one vision and one leader. Because if you've got too many chiefs in there stirring up the pot, you're going to have everybody's agendas being pushed around. And there are too many promoters and too many bookers out there that are pushing their own agendas, which is why um, even with Tony Khan, you saw this with the EVPs, you saw this with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, and, and uh, even John Moxley had something to do with uh, Punk losing the belt on TV. You cannot allow somebody like that to push weight. Uh, At the end of the day, you're the boss. You're the one writing the checks. You're the one paying them. You're paying them to do what you tell them to do. If they can't follow the vision you have for your company, maybe they don't need to be working for you to begin with. That is my closing thought here tonight on uh, Rampage Rants Through the Night Turmoil. I'm going to pass it over to Katie, Sin, or Crime Fighter for their final thoughts, and we're going to close tonight out. I, I want to make a comment um, kind of towards what you were just talking about. Um, in general, I think when you get in, you want to make a difference. I mean, in general, in the business. Everyone wants to make a difference, right? Correct. And, uh, I mean, when it comes down to it, we're all brothers in arms in this. Some guys go rogue and do some stuff maybe – that we don't agree with or whatnot, but uh, 
in general, I myself have been a wrestling fan as long as I can remember. And uh, I've been wrestling, you know, in the business for 25 years. And I've always, there's very few people I clash with. Um, I felt in Wicked, we had a great locker room. All the guys got together. And I was fortunate enough to have a really good uh, booker on my booking team that wrote pretty much most of the storyline. So, you know, when you get those people, keep them. Absolutely. Uh, Crime Fighter or Katie, anything to add before we close? I've got nothing, honey. I got nothing either. Well, that's you a wild one. Wow. You got nothing, honey? You got, no- you got nothing, honey. I have nothing, uh, nothing too much right now. It's... We will, uh, it's we will bring you the... for the next wrestling show and, uh, Yes, uh, ladies know, and gentlemen. Week, I, well, I guess, hang on. Go one ahead. thing. Go ahead. I think last weekend uh, we did have the, um, up, kind of near Peoria, there was a reunion of sorts. The wrestlers associates that made up the, the Peoria wrestling scene came together to say goodbye to Big Papa, the Central Illinois Hall of Famer, John Carell, uh, who passed away a few months ago. Um, a lot of people that I hadn't seen in many years got in the ring for the first time in many years, and so it was um, it was pretty emotional. So I'll close on that one. Um, I wish I could have been there for that. Um, bring me so if you get a chance, you have the results of the card for that. I'd like to see who was all was there. Um, I liked Big Papa. I, I will never forget my days as a teenager traveling with my brother down to NGW down in Peoria. And, and the first time I heard this guy come out, because the, the voice that that guy had did not match. Like, you, you see the image of the guy, and you, you get in your head what his voice is going to sound like. They didn't match. <laughs> um, I had that same problem with Brock Lesnar the first time he talked. They, they like, did not <laughs> they did not match um, But There were some good talent On there uh, Good to see that my old friend Doug DeVore Party Boy Ray These are some guys uh, My god some of these names I haven't heard Of in for- forever Serenity is back uh, That's that's name I haven't heard In a while I always liked her work well, I tried Serenity Serenity's a one-time comeback. She does not wrestle anymore. In fact, uh, she pretty much confirmed what I thought all along when talking to her, that uh, she pretty much decided, I'm done. She's tired of Zack State. Her match with Thunder Kitty pretty much uh, ended her career, that she had an issue with Thunder Kitty during the course of the match, and uh, she said, no, I'm not putting my body on the line for this anymore and she does have she has kind of permanent damage from the ring wars that she's seeing seeing a chiropractor for but yeah this is a one time comeback Um, also there was uh, Raven uh, not Raven Black I'm sorry Kyle Rich big fan of his Chris Hazard was always a big fan of his um, I have a question about this because you have Apocalypse listed here. Was this 
Midwest Impact Pro Apocalypse. The Central Illinois Hall of Famer, Norman Calloway, was the Apocalypse. That's and he entered the match pretty late because uh, Matt Adams was supposed to team with Joey Grunge, and he was not there tonight. Apocalypse. So it was a handicap match for the majority until he entered and uh, closed it out and got the match won. Yes. Um, also on this card returning, I, I haven't heard this name since old NGWE days either, was Chris Brown. And I'm not talking about the rapper. Mm. No, he hasn't wrestled in a decade either, and this was a one-time comeback. Um, I do. Uh, moved to Colorado, and so he hasn't been in a ring for many years. Wow. I always like. I always liked his look. I always liked his work. Um, I know everybody out of the Peoria region had really high hopes for Kyle Rich um, in dealing with um, booking him alongside of my brother. Um, the general consensus, unfortunately, with Kyle Rich was that he got great-looking guy, great high flyer. Um, the, the general consensus that I found was a lot of people thought he was getting too much of an ego too quickly. He was good, but he wasn't as good as what he thought he was, which was creating attitude problems with him in promotion. So, um, meaning he was a legend in his own mind. Correct. He did do uh, did, did did do some work for SCW over in the Quad Cities for quite a while. Um, Gabe did have him on the first uh, the the only event that Gabe kind of solely booked on his own. He's a good talent. It, it was just a shame because there are guys out here that I've met in the twenty years that I think back of that I've I, you know I, if you were to send me a tape of him or one of his matches from the back in the day that had been a guy that I'd look at. Uh, with hindsight being twenty twenty, and I say, I'd say, why why did this guy not make it anywhere? And it's sad that sometimes guys' attitudes get in the way of that. Um, so, uh, Big Papa, we miss you. Um, I'm gonna miss you as always. Do want to send our uh, well wishes. There was a ring announcer that passed away. Um, I believe oh. his name was Dave. Um, I don't have it in front of me right now, but no, um, I don't have the name either. I saw that. I think it was like Dave Masters. I think it was what it was. Yes. Um, yes. Want to send our well wishes out to him. Um, as an announcer myself, look, being an announcer is probably the easiest job you can have on a wrestling show. It requires the less amount, the least amount of work, but it's not for everybody because you have to have a voice that can do it. You have to. In my case, if I got sent to Japan to ring announce, I'd be slaughtered over there. Pronunciation. You'd be screwed. Pronunciation and, and, and just a professional <laughs> demeanor. Um, one thing that I see with current ring announcers, and I don't know if anybody else has noticed this, is generally the ring announcer needs to come up and hype, uh, come out and hype the fans before the event starts. There are too many ring announcers that I've seen in current modern day that come out there and have no idea how to hype that audience. Oh, oh, uh, that can, and that that can be a of... uh, guys like, um, I don't know that Mike vest. Correct. Correct. Uh, you, you got my point. Exactly. So um, that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. It's been a great discussion here on wrestling authority. Uh, the, Rampage Rant Thursday Night Turmoil here on the oh Evolution Radio Network on Blog Talk Radio. Sean, Sean, will you spit it out? It's not yours. Um, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, anniversary. Tuesday, Wednesday, 6 o'clock Eastern. Thursday, 7.30 Eastern. Tuesday, oh, Kalisto. Wednesday, mystery guest. And Thursday, Princess Victoria, right back here on the Evolution Radio Network for the Wrestling Authority Radio nine-year anniversary celebration, live and exclusively live on Blog Talk Radio. I am Sadistic Sean David, along with my co-host. I am Sim, reminding you to do all the things that I would do. (laughs) I'm with him. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Enjoy enjoy the first day of October this weekend. If you're a movie fan, you got some choices for some movies. I will probably go try to go to the movie theater to see the new bros. If you're staying home, you're staying in. Cuddle up and watch Hocus Pocus 2. We've waited decades for this movie. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is going to be streaming this weekend. So be on the lookout for that. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.